part of the male fantasy, I think, involves taking this very beautiful object and then ruining it. <laughs> it's like uh-huh. uh, it's like that. Uh, there's a modern artist who, like, uh, I forget, I forget which one, but basically, like, his one of his quote unquote works of art was erasing someone out, like a drawing by another famous artist. Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships. I'm Keith, back from my one-episode hiatus. My co-host is Mike. Thanks for taking the reins without me last week, Mike. Sure thing, Keith. It's great. So I listened to the show while I was driving around Costa Rica, and there were about 20 things I wanted to relitigate, but I'm old now, and so I can't remember most of them. But there was one one thing that I, that I do remember. So Ali mentioned that she can't have penetrative sex orgasms, right? Am I remembering that right? Yeah, and I mean, like, let's be clear. Uh, from my side of the fence on that, that means Allie's a normal human female. Uh, it's either totally unusual or very unusual for women to be able to easily have penetrative orgasms. And I would say that, like, the way, the primary way when women say, oh, yeah, I can, if they're being honest, is some sort of grinding action. Right, where it's like they kind of get their pubic bone, kind of trap their clip between their pubic bone and yours yes. and kind of grind. That's pretty common in my experience. But like there's this other thing that women claim, which is no, no, like a guy can just like have sex in the way that generally gets the guy toward orgasm and, and the woman gets orgasms from that. And that I'm always very suspicious of. Sure. Uh, I mean, we've litigated that plenty in the past. I generally agree with that. Like if a woman is having sex from Sorry, having orgasms from penetrative sex, it's likely due to some sort of uh, friction or pressure that she is assisting in applying to her clit, probably by grinding on your pubic bone. Anyway, but all right. So Allie does not have penetrative sex orgasms. Okay, fine. But she also mentioned that she's never really tried to remedy that. So like, okay. I can't really understand that. If it were me, I'd constantly be working to unlock new ways of orgasming. Like she, she said that the only way she ever orgasms is like basically lying on her back with her legs, you know, in a a certain position. Right. That's right. I mean, I, I, well, there's there actually, I wanted to, I I don't normally police people's uh, vocabulary, but here like saying that, (laughs) saying that she, that a woman should remedy that is like uh, is like telling a guy to remedy the fact that like when he gets kicked in the nuts, it hurts. It's like, look, like their anatomy, that's how their anatomy works. So it's like remedying the notion that they're, you're going to remedy not having orgasms from penetrative sex alone is sort of tricky because it's like it suggests that there's something wrong with female anatomy to begin with. And, and that's mm-hmm. actually like I think part of the reason women start faking and so forth. But anyway, like, yeah, we I mean, we discussed various methodologies. I can't remember exactly what we discussed on the podcast. I mean, I talked uh, separately to her also about like. The, the typical thing women can do where they lie in a bathtub and have like a stream of water. No, you guys, down on the you guys did that on air. I think was that on the, okay. On the yes. air. Fine. And, uh, and then we, uh, talked about her using a dildo while in the sort of doggy style position. And she sort of said she was going to consider doing that. I'm, I'm sure she won't though. Right. But, um, but this is my yeah. question, Mike, like why is she not like, she said she had never mm-hmm. tried the, the shower head or the, or the, you know, I understood what you were saying, like the thing where she sort of like positions herself underneath the faucet in a bath. Uh, she hasn't tried either of that. She's never tried masturbating like while on her on her hands and knees. And I I can't understand the lack of curiosity there. Sure. I mean, you know, uh, <clears throat> like I had a 
So, I mean, I think this is analogous to the fact that like, it's very common uh, in spite of the women on the sex subreddit who claim to start masturbating when they're seven years old or whatever. Mm-hmm. For women, it's actually much more common to like not masturbate until like they're in their 20s or something like it's very common. Whereas for a man, that's incredibly uncommon. And as an example, I had a, I was having a conversation uh, about 10 days ago with a friend. Uh, we were discussing, uh, because even off the podcast, this is what I often discuss with people, which is sort of sad on some level, but uh, we were discussing um, how we discovered masturbation. It was in the context of me making some arguments like this about male-female differences. Mm-hmm. And both of us agreed that like at a certain age as a boy, you like just have this like absolute urge to like, you're like, okay, there's something. <laughs> I'm not totally sure what, and then, keep in mind, like when we were discovering masturbating, like porn was like more something you would see maybe on the computer, maybe just in a magazine. Like it was much, it wasn't like, you know, yes. Hub.com, right? yes. And so, you know, yeah, it was just like, you know, you know, the general plot of sex from like sex ed or maybe looking it up in an encyclopedia or something. So you know what the plot is, you know, that your penis is getting erections more often and you know, there's something you're supposed to do, but it's not clear. And so then, yeah, like as a guy, it becomes this like thing, this journey of discovery. And this friend was saying like, you know, he thinks there's like an evolutionary advantage there, which is like, you know, guys need to want to explore this because otherwise like they won't propagate their seed because it's like, you need to do this flip side. Like for a woman, there's basically no evolutionary advantage to being curious about specific methodologies of, 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 of sex or pleasure seeking or any of that, because it's like some guy is going to come along and impregnate you. And so like, I think the answer to this is like women at core, they're not faking it. There's nothing weird about this. They just aren't as curious about this as men are. It's like, you know, it's not this, this type of pleasure seeking is not as compelling to, to a woman as to a man. And they're much less likely to sort of like, spend a bunch of time looking into it. I also think like it doesn't help things or it doesn't make it more likely um, given that like their, their genitals are sort of tucked away and less present in their lives. Right. I mean, men are grabbing their penises all the time regardless. So, I mean, I just think it's like normal. It didn't surprise me at all that Ali said she hadn't, uh, she hadn't really like tried to amp up her orgasm experience. Uh, This is in, in fact, like most women, it seems like when they want to amp it up, it's more like, in relation to a partner and either the partner hassles them about it, or maybe they see the guy having this great experience and they're a little bit jealous. Okay. All right. Do you think, I mean, we should have Ali back on to discuss this, but yeah, I wonder what she would self-report about caring about having interesting or different orgasms. Like why, how would she explain her lack of curiosity? Yeah, like, I don't think okay. she would say I mean, like, well, you know, I'm just not that really interested in orgasms. I, I think she would have some other, uh, thought about it. I think it's, you know, I mean, like, I mean, this is like a standard cultural trope, right? I mean, there's like a Seinfeld episode where, uh, you know, Elaine, the Elaine character talks about how like for a woman, sex is like taking out the trash. It's not very hard to get access to. And it's just like mm-hmm. this thing that you sort of do sometimes. Whereas for a guy, it's like this obsession. It's much harder to get access to in general. And guys just generally are way more interested in it. And so I think, yeah, I mean, like, I just think that's the reality. Like women are much more interested in like, how do you have a good relationship or something like, like the interpersonal dimension of like how your relationship is in the sex is kind of like this thing that's like there, but it's not like central to it. Hmm. Um, Can I mention some other thing, another thing in relation to Allie? Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to pat myself on the back after the episode. (laughs) Um, uh, Those assiduous listeners out there will remember that I told, I suggested to Allie that she, uh, bring up with her boyfriend that uh, having him come first 
especially at, during penetrative sex, and then asking him or expecting him to finger her sort of through his nut, right? So you're imagining his load is actually still in her vagina. That guys probably generally don't like that, A, because they're in the sort of valley of despair of uh, of um, post-nut clarity, and B, like they just don't want to interact in that uh, comprehensive way okay. with their own. Hold on one second. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So their, their standard <laughs> uh, recipe is they have sex, he comes inside of her, and then she expects him to digitally penetrate her until, or digitally uh, entertain her until she orgasms. That's right. I mean, she, you know, and basically her rationale here is she, you know, it's a little, this is typical for women, right? It's like, so it takes longer. It's a little more complicated, maybe requires stimulation for a period of time. And she's like, oh, I don't want to, you know, make him do that. that in the middle of, right. In the middle of him having, having sex. Uh, she want, and also she enjoys him having an orgasm. Uh, and also importantly, Ali does not, her preference is not for, uh, male, um, receiving oral sex rather uh, receiving oral sex from her, her boyfriend. Therefore like fingering is sort of the go-to. It would be a totally different story if like she wanted him to come in her and then give her oral right after. Like that's a thing that very few men would be on board for. Um, and so I'd suggested on the episode that she, ask her boyfriend if maybe he'd rather have her come first. And in fact, he said he was too, had been too shy to tell her that this is, I'm not making this up. This sounds. Yeah. I remember I heard like, it uh, insane given the, the amount of people poke fun at my various theories here, but he said that he appreciated that and they apparently have, I don't know how it's going, but I, uh, I think that, uh, that they're going to be having more fun now. So do you think there's a trail yeah. of like Allie's exes that were sort of annoyed with this behavior out of her? out of her <laughs> from her well, maybe maybe i mean i would definitely like, I'd be, i mean partly it's going to be like being with a guy who's not willing to say something about this like i know like i would just be unwilling to do this uh i'd just be like i'm not I, i'm not this is we really? have the order of operations how would wrong you here. how would you communicate that i mean i'd be it's not that i'm unwilling to do it it's that like it's clearly not what i oh uh, the way i would it would i would just simply not nut in her i'd be like She'd be trying to encourage me to nut first, and I'd be like, "No." <laughs> like, so we would either be some, you know, then we'd, there'd be a conversation potentially that would arise. But like, I wouldn't. I would know even in my aroused state that like this nut is going to be followed by like kind of this thing that I don't love doing, and I'd be like, "Hey, like, why don't we do you first? Right? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if there's something about she feels more comfortable after he's he's orgasmed or something. I mean, even to the extent that's true and maybe it totally isn't, but yeah, like that increased comfort can't be commensurate with like the increased disgust that the man probably feels. Yeah. She shouldn't. I, well, and there's another thing, which is that like, if you're, I asked her this, I asked her if like, well, is this like kind of what, the situation I always imagine with homosexual men where it's like, if they're both, if they both have the risk of falling into the post nut clarity, like only one of them has a good experience and the other one has to, you know, has to yeah. cause the other one to orgasm during his post nut clarity. And she said, no, like she's still, she's still fairly aroused after she comes. And so I was like, well, this is a no brainer then we should. You know, yeah. I mean, out. look, there was a, there was a thing on Reddit about this this week. This, this woman says, I want to come second. I think it's interesting how everyone says the girl should come first. My boyfriend takes care of me after sex and I actually like it better. I'm always too sensitive after I come and the sex doesn't feel as good. So yeah, this notion of being too sensitive is a thing that I've, I've experienced with women 
but usually it lasts something on the order of a minute, um, may, maybe a few well, minutes. Also, the sensitivity is typically around the clit, not around the vaginal entrance. So like, it's not typically like as long, you know, like, yeah, if you're going to like pull out and like do some weird hot dogging motion where you're rubbing <laughs> your cock against rubbing your clit, clit, sure. Yeah. Sure. Right, or like some sort of grinding thing. But if, if you return to the normal, more normal thrusting behavior, I don't think for a woman that matters as much. And so, yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Um, okay, so that's Allie. I <laughs> I should go back and listen and like write down a point by point thing I want to discuss, or maybe I'll do that before we have her come on next time. But I just okay, figured so- you'd be mad about the uh, migrant caravan remark. And the uh, <laughs> well, you made the remark. You made that same joke like four times. So you really, thank you. Yeah, um, I like to hammer those uh, jokes home. I, I, I chuckled the first one point five times. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's jokes about <laughs> several jokes about my penis size, uh, some other things that I couldn't defend, well, but not being there. But no, I thought you guys. I thought you guys were generally pretty good. Okay, so should we do? Uh, should we do a porn viewing now? Or yeah, I have a really tough to read watch porn. Okay. Uh, so I think we should I think we should get that out of the way. Um <laughs> okay, so as you always, enjoy the rest of the episode. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's like I try to bring people stuff that's um out of the norm, kind of something you might not see every day. Uh so I'm gonna put this one in the show notes. Uh so people can click on the link. We always encourage people to pause the podcast and bring it up if they can, if you're on the crowded subway or uh at Thanksgiving dinner with your family, maybe don't do that because mm-hmm. they're not going to want to see this. And uh, we'll go to 305, uh, three minutes and five seconds into this porn. And yeah, let me know when you've got it up and ready. Yeah, I, and I will narrate it. I'm ready to go. So let's, uh, let's right. start in three, two, one, pressing play. So a woman has attached to a mirrored door a very large dildo that she's filleting. And very she's large. rubbing it and filleting it like it's a man. This hard to imagine how this thing works. Now she stopped. She's rubbing again. Oh, now she's sort of gagging. She's continuing to do it. And now she Wait, what? turns to the camera and some stuff comes out of her mouth. It uh, looks like semen. I'm starting to gag a little myself. <laughs> she's back to filleting it again. And now there's more of it in her mouth. And let's pause it because I'm getting sick. What is that okay, substance? So- yeah, so I want to note one other thing that coming down from the the dildos attached to a mirrored door, as I mentioned, kind of horizontally, and she's in mm-hmm. front of it wearing a kind of Mickey Mouse or Batwoman or something mask, Catwoman maybe. It's somewhere in between Mickey Mouse and Catwoman. Yes, I think it's supposed to be Catwoman. Yes. Yeah, but the yeah, and mouse you'll notice, yeah, you'll notice that the uh, dildo has some kind of a. It looks like a maybe as if it were a lamp, it's a, tube. a lamp cord. Yeah, yeah it's a tube. And the idea here is this is a, okay, this is something that a woman, in my estimation, would never want. It's something that must feed into, I think, a male fetish. And basically, there's a tube where you put some cum-like substance into a bulb that you can squeeze, and then it comes out like the bulb-like thing in a man, the prostate. And so she's she's squeezing it into her mouth and then drooling it out, and that's supposed to be attractive. In fact, for me, it makes me gag. How, how about you, Keith? I detest this. Um, I, wh- that, you're right. Okay. <laughs> this must be indulging some male fetish, but it's just such a weird, it's so obviously fake, right? So like the, any, 
like I think some men enjoy like demeaning women with their cum like in their mouth or on the, on her face, but this is fake cum, and it's so performative that it I can't really understand how somebody would find this compelling. Right. I mean, I'm as soon as I see the substance, I'm immediately thinking to myself, "What is this substance?" Like that's the problem, right? It's like what because I know it's not. I mean, like even if it was from a man, like it's not actually coming from a man. Like the notion of like people storing semen somewhere and then squeezing it in their mouth is also revolting. So it really doesn't matter what the substance is. Like it, it's just, yeah. but then I wonder what is it, right? I mean, this whole thing is bizarre. Look, this, this, <laughs> this piece of apparatus exists, right? Like this thing that has the tube that goes up and like somehow the pumping motion that she's applying to this dildo, like causes whatever the fluid is to come up the tube down the dildo and into her mouth. Like, this this isn't some esoteric thing like this thing looks like it's mass produced like this isn't the only one of these in the world this this is a this is a thing yeah let me call your attention to a couple other things this is a bad Please dragon do. or maybe a, don't a, yeah well there, there is so there's another element to this which um i know because i'm a bad person and that is that uh the the, the dildo itself is sort of cylindrical like all dildos but it has yeah. like sort of bulbs on it that kind of look like a guy's nuts but they're like two-thirds of the way down it yes God, and that's you know what this is. This is a thing. Oh, I do. Oh, I do. That's supposed to resemble what's called the knot, the knot of an animal's penis. Now, some animals, like a dog, for example, have a part of their penis that enlarges to sort of lock their partner and them together for a period of time. This is why, after dogs copulate, sometimes they're like stuck together. Um, And so, part of part of what the 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 fantasy here is that it's it was supposed to be a dragon's penis, not a dog's. But is that like you jam this kind of like thicker part in and then you actually get stuck to it again. So anyway, I mean, you can imagine the, the plot here um, for dogs. It just means like you'll see the comical thing that you sometimes very occasionally see because most dogs are not uh, fertile, uh, at least in the United States, where they're like stuck together, but they're facing opposite directions and they like literally can't separate and they don't really know what's going on because they're stupid. They're stuck. Um, yeah. And this is this is like someone fetishizing that as well like this sort of like again i'm not yeah i'm not totally sure who is taken in by that fetish but that's that's what those sort of bulbs are about and then okay so this dildo hold on let let me just let me just pause for clarity here so this dildo is made to look like i mean an an animal's penis um in this case a dragon is she calls it she calls it her bad dragon no that's 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 the product that's the product name Okay. You can buy one. It's called a bad dragon. You can look online. That's the yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for this, Mike. This was um, this was terrific. I had, had not seen this before. I had. Just, seen, I mean, there is, like I had I seen like fake semen before, but this is yeah a new. I I can understand the male point of view of like why this could be fetishized in the sense of like anything that like is sort of increasing the amount that's done to the woman at that point. So like the bulbs, like sort of enlarging something in her when you're nutting seems somewhat compelling to me Yeah. Um, in principle, uh, but that's not how human anatomy works. And so we're exiting the realm of humans at that point. So that's a little hard to understand. And, and the fake semen is just disgusting. <laughs> like there's nothing can you speculate at all? Can you buy fake semen? I bet you can. I bet yes, it's of course. cam girls. I bet they have a product that is fake semen that they sell to cam girls. Yeah, I, I, I there, somewhat frequently I'll, exactly. Somewhat frequently, I'll see a porn where there's an oral scene 
and it doesn't look to me like the guy is actually nutting. And then the woman has something in her mouth that looks fake. Right. That happens. Yeah. And I mean, I'm suspicious. Whenever I see semen, I, because I know that fake semen exists, I, I do this like background processing in my mind, which is like, is this fake? And it's a little irritating because I would just like to not have to do that. And semen does come in different thicknesses and, uh, you know, color and sort of ooziness. And so, you know, it is possible that like, you know, you could have semen that's like really thick and it looks more gloppy and, you know, it is possible that it could be much thinner and it's, you know, a a lot more runny. (laughs) These sentences are coming out of my mouth, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's also, yeah, it's annoying that I have to consider that like it could actually be fake and you know, it, it doesn't look real because it isn't. That's right. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a thing that I consider. So maybe the volume can make it, and and the consistency doesn't seem right, like it's too uniform or something. Anyway, I and you can understand why they do it, right? I mean, it's like you can you can do more more performances per day or whatever by having this fake. Thing. Oh yeah, sure. No, like women post these pictures to to Reddit, and they're like, oh, you know, my 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 man just came on me, and you know, it's like a picture of their face, and there's quote unquote come on it, and yeah, I mean those those photos get some attention, so. Sure. Yeah, I see the exactly. I see the incentive, and I understand why the product exists. Can you man, imagine the man who like founded this company that sells fake semen? He has to like you know go go home to his family for Thanksgiving, and they'll be like, "Oh, you know, how's business?" <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, you know, we got a new you know cornstarch injector, and you know, I don't I don't know what it, I don't know how they do it, but you know, what a preposterous career." Yeah, I've only um, interacted like once or twice with people that work in that kind of industry, and it's always a little embarrassing for them yeah because yeah the thing they do is so weird yeah right yeah well and they probably get asked like the same four questions you know maybe it gets a little boring for them too sure okay so we received um i don't know a mildly interesting piece of of mail this week um we get a bunch of stuff but this one's sort of unusual and it's well, okay. All right. I'm going to read the PS first because I want I want to do that before we before we get to the body of his email. So th- this person said hello, Keith and Mike, and then they wrote some stuff. Um, his PS says maybe one other thing. Mike recently made a comment about the idea of having a painting made of Keith masturbating, and a few other related comments. I've got to wonder: Have you guys done this together? Now, I want to be clear about something. We have not. Is this person? Are, is our like sarcasm not obvious when, when when you say things like that, or is this person? Uh, no, that when, wasn't sarcastic. I did want to have a painting made, and this wasn't because of. It has nothing to do with. Uh, it's it's a misunderstanding of the joke. The the painting I wanted to have made was of Keith <laughs> masturbating with lotion while watching the Cleveland Cavaliers play basketball with LeBron James uh, on the team, and this is because Keith has an unhealthy. It did have, I don't know if he does anymore, sort of an unhealthy, almost fetish-like relationship with that basketball okay, team. Okay, hold on, pause, pause. It is not a sexual fascination. I was, fetish, I, was fetish pleased, be, yeah. I was pleased with the wins and glory that he brought to my to my. Sure, my but, this is, but this, is like, this is like an, but this is like an artistic choice, right? I mean, it's like, it's like if, um, <laughs> if somebody's throwing flowers, if you have a painting and someone's throwing flowers at someone, it's because, oh, they, they're victorious. It's not because they love flowers. Maybe they just won a battle or something. And this is Keith... 
he loves watching this person so much that I'm imagining him artistically with like just lubed up and just, oh yeah, this is so great. And that was what I wanted. It had nothing to do with wanting uh, to see or interact with him uh, masturbating. Yeah. yeah, but this 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 listener is confused about that. And I'm wondering if there's like a whole ocean of listeners out there that are likewise confused. Definitely. Not confused. It's just like uh, people, uh, men get uh, horny about various things and, uh, <clears throat> you know, have a lot of crazy ideas that come into their heads. And so, yeah, you know, like. Imagining people... us jerking off together is. Uh... Sure. That's happening. <laughs> Look, it, it reminds me. It reminds me of like a, maybe this. Our list, maybe this listener is one of those those many uh, legendary people who post men, rather men who post uh, solo videos of themselves to the Gone Wild Tube subreddit, and then like any woman, like could be with a really ugly woman who posts on there, will get like four upvotes, mm -hmm. five upvotes. You know, a, a, a good video will get a couple hundred. A man always gets between one and infinity downvotes, meaning right. he has a yeah, zero negative score. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, it'll show is zero. So you don't know. Uh, there's probably some API where I could find out how negative the person is. And this reminds me of that. It's like somebody who doesn't realize how repellent to the average human, the notion of two men beating off within proximity to each other is like, it's, yeah, it's why like, you, you know, uh, red light districts and, uh, adult theaters were sort of like, you know, shadowed people didn't want right. to check that out. Right. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Well, let's get into the meat of his email then. Uh, he says, the primary reason I'm sending you this message is to ask you guys to bring up a topic that as far as I know, you've never really brought up labia on the spectrum of tits. Ask I am a labia guy. There's something very exciting to me about a woman's lips. Uh, and especially the mystery of not knowing and guessing what a woman's labia will look like. The popular opinion in porn seems to favor innies, but there's also strong supporting communities such as Reddit's labia gone wild that enjoy big, thick, thick lips. Where do you guys fall? Does it matter to you? Do you have a preference? Or when you fantasize about a vagina, what does it look like? Uh, I have some thoughts on this. Do you, would you want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Let me just take a sip of water here. Um, I think I prefer innies. I think that um, it doesn't matter that much. Uh, like I've never <laughs> turned down a vagina because I didn't like the, uh, the labial 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 folds. Uh, but yeah, like from an aesthetic, uh, standpoint, I think innies are, I think they're actually objectively more attractive. I think that, you know, aggressive Audis are kind of a little bit too meaty or organic, but it sounds like this guy prefers that. So maybe, yeah, maybe. Okay. So, by objectively, I think most men would prefer innies, but I don't think men actually care that much. Like, I don't think they ever noped out of a situation because of it. Yeah, I think I think there are two different answers here. Uh, answer one is like, what what would you prefer if like it were like, you know, like an artistic situation? Like, so you're not horny, you're not aroused, you're not about to have sex with the person. You're just like, you know, going through like a pictures or videos of, of women. And I think in that case, your preference is exactly right, Keith. And I think that like, that would be the most common preference. And it makes sense because like the thing, one of the things that men look at in female bodies that's attractive to men is that that area of the body is much smoother, much more streamlined than on a man, right? It's like, there's a difference. There's a gender difference there. And so like the more you can uh, emphasize that, the better. And that's why like there's the uh, 
nowadays very common practice of women sort of removing all their body hair as well. Like it's like you're creating this distinction. People will say, oh, it's to make yourself look like a child. I'm not sure. I actually think that's like that's a, that's a side effect of it, but I don't think that's the most important thing. I think the most important thing is like creating a maximum gender dis- distinction. Okay. Now that being said, now you switch to the other case, which is like, well, what do you like when you're actually, you know, down and dirty, like yep. getting in there? And I think in that situation, it gets a little more complicated because men like then feeling like they're sort of mastering the woman or like, well, not just that, but it's like you, you want to, there's like this, like as, as much as you, you, like part of the male fantasy, I think involves taking this very beautiful object and then ruining it. (laughs) It's like, uh, uh, it's like that, uh, there's a modern artist who like, uh, I forget, I forget which one, but basically like his, one of his quote unquote works of art was erasing someone out, like a drawing by another famous artist, right? It's an erased version and I don't want to say who I think it is because I'll get it wrong. It sounds stupid, but like that. But you, you get the same. It's the same idea, right? It's like you want to like take something that's a piece of art and like put your impact on it, put your imprint on it, demolish it. And so, in that context, like having it then become more like anatomical is sort of compelling, right? Having it sort of fall apart because of the, what you've done, you've bent your will to it, and and, and okay. forced her to become less 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 beautiful. In some ways, I think is. Like she's become disheveled, and I think the men get into okay, that. So, like distending the the labia, it, it can be attractive in that context. Yeah, or like, or like, if you, yeah, I mean, like, I think, I think, I think, if you think about it, like a male fantasy might be like that. You have this perfect photo shoot, but then when you actually get in there, like it's not. Yeah, you're like yeah, it you're gets like ruined. Tugging on things. Yeah, well, maybe not. But, you know, temporarily. So right, right, right. And right. so I think that, like, then, like, it's like, oh, well, you know, if, if it if it remained exactly pristine, then well, then you, in my mind, I imagine like uh, a sex doll. But like it's part of the problem with well, there's a number of problems with sex dolls, but one of them would be, yeah, it does. It's unchanging. Like it doesn't right. react. Nothing happens when you put your behaviors into it. I don't know how you feel about that analysis, Keith. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I, it looks pretty messed up, regardless of the innie or outiness of the lab, labia after I'm done. Sure. Um, after you're done, what do you do to it that makes it get so messed up? No, I mean there's just semen and it's a mess, you know. <laughs> Nice. Um, yeah, there's, there, yeah. there's tearing and no. Um, I do do a thing. I, I wonder if this is normal or not. Like if I'm in a situation where there's. It, it's lot, not. <laughs> if I'm in a situation where there's a lot of women in bikinis, I will focus on their crotches and like try to see if I can figure out what their labia might look like. Like I'm looking for, you know. You sure that's what you're thinking? So, they, so I mean, I think all men do that, but I think yeah. like the what I've concluded about my behavior there is when I look at that, it's purely that I that there's a part of my brain that enjoys the gender difference. Like it's like a visual. It's basically just I just think it's my brain doing like a sorting function of like, oh, that's a female, which means that yeah, like prehistorically, that means like I would just run up and rape her. <laughs> I think that's what I think that's what that comes down to, right? I mean, that's what animals do, right? It's not like so. I think that's like there's a part of my brain that still wants to do that. Yeah, the, the yeah. amygdala or lizard brain or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, whereas I think, if there's a penis there, it's not compelling. Yeah, I mean, definitely. What? I, okay, yeah. So I'm when I when I'm focusing on the crotch, like that's there's something very instinctual about that. But I do think I'm doing like a background, like model building, where I'm like looking for little pieces of evidence and then trying to build a more complete model of of what their what their vagina might look like. Huh. Um, like I'll look like around this is uh, this is sort of nuts, but I mean I've told you before. Like I, I sort of like in like 
like people's skin and like imperfect imperfections in it and stuff but yeah like i'll look around their bikini line and look for like ingrown hairs and stuff like i'm, I'm sort of like hunting for um various data signals so i can build a better model of, of what's underneath yeah i mean i think like to me that's just like a your brain like you you know that it's important it's like there's something important about this area and so then you've yeah. decided like here's how you'll make it important that's that's like your higher brain working on it like there are things i'm, I'm not sure what i do but it's probably I, I don't do that specific thing but i'm sure there's some other thing that i do like i uh for me i always just feel like i fixate on like the smoothness or like the lack the lack yeah. of penis yeah you know which is more basic but it, but then i'm just you know it's just like oh i like that i this is this is what i like um so yeah okay do you have a preference I don't think I do because of what I, uh, okay, hang on a sec. I think that, I think that I have the, what I would consider the normal, this isn't very nice, but the normal preference, which is that in the kind of artistic situation, I prefer like basically nothing. Like I prefer the woman's body to look like an action figure, like just smooth. Yeah. But in like in, uh, if you're actually engaged in, in sex with the person, I think I don't care because it's like. Yeah. And, and like, I get, yeah, I think I don't care with the exception that like, I don't want it to be like, it's a, like a sex doll. Yeah. Yeah. I met a woman on some app sometime in the last year and we never, we never actually met. Um, but she was pretty aggressive in sending nudes of herself. I think she did. (laughs) I think she sold her pictures on OnlyFans or something. And so, but I don't know. I don't know why I was getting them for free, but whatever. She was sending me. She was sending me pictures, and she had um, fairly uh, large outer labia, uh, or is it the inner labia that stick out? I can't remember. It's whatever. inner. Inner okay, outer yeah, is just so. like the part that sort of stretches around the car or whatever. It's like okay. All right. So, all right. Sorry. She had she had very beefy inner labia, and yeah. Um, she was really embarrassed about it. Like the, before she sent, right. So she's sending me nudes, but before she sends the first one, she goes, she sends like, you know, like a four paragraph essay on, you know, how she's embarrassed about her labia. <laughs> you know, she normally, she doesn't normally share this with people and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, it's just like this. Yeah. Well, yeah weird juxtaposition. I mean, that's just like the openness yeah. and shyness. Yeah. Women, uh, are subjected to these like pretty extreme selective pressures around like specific attractiveness features. Cause like ultimately that is for better, for better or worse, that is what men fixate on, right. Is like physical attractiveness. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but like generally, I don't think (laughs) maybe on some like extreme edges, like some men would care, but I don't think men are ever going to reject a woman uh, to an approximation for the way their labia look. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, where does that end? I mean, it's like, you, but a man would reject a woman if like her, I mean, like, see, this is the thing is like a man could say, look, a man would never reject a woman, period. But that's not true, right? Because right, like, for right, instance, right. like you can go to the extreme of like an obese woman who's like clearly unhealthy or something and like men will reject that woman. And so it's like, well, where do you draw the line? Sure. And then there's this other thing, which is like, there is like this competition that goes on where like women are looking at each other and sizing themselves up in relation to yeah. others. And like women do get more and less. I mean, like I was reading on the, I should never read this subreddit, but the two X chromosome subreddit yesterday at the gym. It was just, it, it's, it's fine. It's just like it, it, there's a lot of tropes in there that are like, that, that don't have a lot of wisdom in them where it's like, 
it's it's very similar to some kind of like a red pill uh, subreddit where it's like the female equivalent of that. And this was basically like a number of women that I would say were female versions of incels who was just like, yeah, I mean, they're probably not very attractive, which sucks, <laughs> which really sucks because their personality kind of doesn't matter. Right. And I know that it's lame, just like the incel kind of guy, like, you know, well, the kind of classic incel who then like women are less attracted to and so forth. Lives in um, his mom's basement, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, but also like it can be physical. I mean, like the, the the standard one for guys, if you're like under five foot six, maybe. And like uh, they're all, the only person who, uh, that's ever worked for in like history is Paul Simon, who uh, huh. is like five foot tall and married uh, Princess Leia briefly. But anyway, like that can work if you're like a songwriting uh, wizard. <laughs> but in most cases, it doesn't work out. Uh, so, so yeah, so there's like similarly. Is Simon really that short? He's very short. Yeah, very, very huh. short. But uh, yeah, but I mean, like it can work out if you have some. I put three, yeah. Trait, but it can work out for a woman too. If you're, you know, if you're less attractive, but you have some really compelling quality that can work. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, so anyway, two X chromosomes, you run across like the same thing where like women are incredibly down on themselves. And oh, and also, and then that leads to them just hating everything. Hate men, hate this, hate that. Sure, sure, sure. There. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look. I I know. That, I mean, I know you can get plastic surgery done to your labia, and so like I know people obsess about this. My general point is, yeah, like I would obsess about that less than like, for example, being in good shape or whatever. Like it's 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 something yeah. that matters, but it doesn't matter much. I think it uh, almost doesn't matter at all because the standard advice is like once somebody's seeing that, like it's kind of yeah, already decided right. they're they're fine with you. So yeah, right. yeah. Uh, okay, all right. So there's this uh, post about VR porn, which has like a couple nice. interesting aspects to it. It's a little bit lengthy, but uh, it's sort of entertaining. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read it. Okay. So this this man says, VR porn, virtual reality porn, made me realize how much my wife is phoning it in during sex. I'm getting a little resentful. Hmm. My wife and I have been together for 25 years. We're both 45. While we still have an active and adventurous sex life, it's usually it's usually me putting all the effort in. My wife just kind of lays there and lets me do all the work. It never really got to me. However, someone just gifted us a VR gaming system. We put it on and it's really cool. So of course we both think, wow, I wonder what the porn looks like. We were blown away by the porn. It's literally like the other person was right there. It looks so real. We both loved it just as a goof. So my wife put on the VR set on as we messed around. She loved it. After she finished, she just says, that was nice. So she goes to sleep. No biggie. I'm glad that she has a great time. So I go to take care of my own business myself. I slip on the VR set, type in my favorite porn star, Honey Gold. And sure enough, her videos pop up. Do you know who Honey Gold is, Mike? I don't. And I mean, the natural thing is to search. So Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. You do that while I uh, continue reading here. All right. Oh my God. It looked so real. It looks so real that I don't even bother trying to touch myself. I'm just in awe of how real it looks. Like I'm not even looking at the girl in the video. I'm just looking around the room, checking out the furniture, admiring the high ceilings. This is amazing. It looks real. Blown away. Anyways, while I'm just looking around the room, Honey Gold is just going at it. For 20 minutes, Honey Gold is on top, just riding away, being on top, grinding, pumping up and down for 20 minutes straight. Now, again, at this point, I'm still not even touching myself or turned on. I'm just looking around at this imaginary room. After realizing that Honey Gold has been on top of me for 20 minutes, I start getting a little pissed at my wife. My wife always makes me do all the work in bed. She just lays there. She's active and into it, but she's on the bottom all the time. It just takes whatever I give. Well, it would be nice to not do all the majority of the work once every once in a while. 
So the next morning, I bring this up to her and I'm like, hey, why do you never get on top anymore? She says, because she doesn't like it. It's too tiring. Well, too bad, sweetheart, because it's tiring when I'm on top as well. Well, she just <laughs> flat out says that she's never going to be on top again. Well, this is ridiculous. She's, so she's just eliminating 50% or so of all sex positions available. And there's like 20 question marks. Now I'm pissed. So last night we were intimate again. She just lays there. I'm frustrated. Now all I see is the effort that she is not putting in and honey gold is. Now, I know I didn't marry a porn star. I'm not expecting her to ride me for 20 minutes straight, but at least put some physical effort in. Maybe get on top for two minutes or something. It makes me feel like she doesn't care. Thoughts, suggestions. So do you have a honey gold report, Mike? I mean, you can you can look at a picture of her. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it is a porn star that exists. Yeah, and she's dark haired. <sighs> I looked on Google attractive. and I have a new computer. So safe search is on by default. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to Bing. Bing is always better for this kind of stuff. Yeah, you got oh, Bing. Uh, there she is. Yeah, yeah. Bing yeah. has a DD for it. <laughs> yeah, amazing. <laughs> a DD for people who don't know is a direct display where the search engine shows it to you immediately instead of you having to click through one of the links. Yeah, yeah. that's it's pretty nice. amazing. Um, so okay, all right. That's Honey Gold. That's it, not important to to the rest of the content here. So. Um, we mentioned this before. I'm, I'm curious to try VR porn. I, I still haven't tried it, but we don't, we don't have to talk about that again. I am sort of interested in this. If you have a partner that makes it clear, like, okay, <laughs> I don't think this woman's wife enjoys having sex with, I don't think this man's wife enjoys having sex with him. I think that's basically the short story here. And I don't know what he should do about that, but. It's not just that like, oh, she's like refusing to do the physical exercise. She's just not that interested. Like all the sex they are having is basically perfunctory on her part, I think. Do you think that's the right read? I think it could be. I mean, it's there. it could be that the thing she's saying is true. I mean, like keep in mind that like, yeah, I mean, like the, 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 the assumption that I start with is that the woman generally does not care close to as much as the guy does. <laughs> right. And so it's like... In all situations, Uh, always. Well, not in all situations, always. No, that's not right. I mean, like, there's there can be situations where, like, the woman straw man in your position, but yeah, okay. But like, a a woman might feel like she's uh, she's accomplishing some sort of relationship objective by like getting, you know, there there could be some situations where she cares a lot, but like in most cases, I think she's just like, yeah, like this is like she views it as like the guy's show typically. Like it's like the guy wants this, and uh, it's fine, it's good. It's not that she doesn't want it; it's that it's like not primary her primary interest uh and so yeah i mean i don't know like it, it uh i mean yeah it's possible i think it's i i just it sounds to me like kind of normal like she's probably just out of shape and so it's like difficult to do these things and she's just like you know do you really need to have like your your experience amped up by like a plus one plus two here um it's hard to say though like uh it's too bad that he's uh uh so frustrated by the the things a porn star is willing to do. I also don't really know, like, I don't know. Like, it's a little hard for me to relate to. Like, oh, I won't do that position. It's like, why? Like, it's a little weird. So, I, so yeah, it's a little, it's hard for me to, a little hard for me to get into her head of like, why that matters so much to her to like say no to that. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I think it's possible that she's out of shape and being on top is physically difficult for her. But like, then it's probably likely that 
the guy's not in great shape either since people are normally sort of lined up on that access not always but right. often uh, i mean the thing he needs to do is the and I, I have a friend who has a partner who i think where i think this is possible and i've been encouraging him to do this he's done some of this uh, and what this is is he told me that he's um uh, he's tried out the situation where he's basically completely engrossed in a porn on his computer while the girl is blowing him, for example. Yeah. And so I think you can take that to the next level of uh, VR. Um, I mostly suggest this not because I think it's a good relationship idea or even would be that compelling uh, in terms of physical stimulation. It's just because I think it's funny. The notion that like you're basically... Yeah, you're just like not even there. You're not even present with the woman. Uh, this particular guy's uh, girl is uh, submissive, and so she might like that. Like, oh, he's you know, he's I'm I'm just nothing to him. He's he's doing this other thing. But like, uh, I just think that's kind of an amusing thing. And so this guy could try for that too. Like, be like, okay, well then uh, we'll do it your way. But I'm going to watch this other chick on VR while we're doing it. See that, that won't. Goes. I predict that would go horribly for him because I think what's going on here is she's like already resentful of him. And if he is like, Oh, okay. Well, I see you moved your pawn here. Well, yeah, let me move my queen here. Like, I just think that'll go badly for him. Sure. That's probably right. But I still like the idea. This isn't really, I mean, this is mildly apropos to this topic, but is there any sex position that you can't orgasm from? Oh, interesting. Um, I mean, like the, the, I mean, there's so many like female on top positions you could talk about. Let's just talk about like the classic one where she's facing you and sort of on her, on her, I guess on her shins, on her shins. Yeah. So she's not standing because that's the more difficult and challenging position, but just on her shins kind of going up and down like that can be, that position can be a little more difficult, uh, especially if I've been death gripping recently mm-hmm. to sort of finish in, um, I don't know. Like, yeah. So that, like, I, I find generally like, look, generally like that, that's sort of part of the reason why I'm like a little confused by this. And also like, there's a trend in porn lately to have a lot of like reverse cowgirl positions. Yeah. And I find that confusing because men, I, I guess it shows off the female body better, but like in terms of a fantasizing about a position, like men, I think typically prefer ones where they're in control because it can be sort of difficult. Otherwise I, I yeah. do you find the same thing. Yeah. Reverse cowgirl is not, um, a good real life position but it's it it does make i guess a compelling visual for porn but the problem for me is like yeah like i also know how it feels and so for whom for the oh oh you oh because you've done it in real life you mean yeah and so like i'm just less right yeah like i know yeah like i i'm (laughs) masturbating is a complicated thing right you like having some visual stimulus but you also sort of put yourself into the situation that is occurring and I know what that position feels like. And so, yeah, I don't know that, that that's sort of a mixed bag when that, when that uh, four minute part of every porn comes up, sometimes it's more than four minutes. It, 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 yeah. Right. It tends, and it tends to be toward the end, which is often the more exciting parts. And it's sort of frustrating to me because it's not that compelling. And I, I'm trying, I was trying to think if there's a position where it's absolutely a no go for me. I'm, I'm not sure. Do you, do you have that where it's like, actually like, you're like, yeah, for, you know, yeah. Well, first off, yeah, if there are any porn directors out there, they can take a note from us there about uh, scene ordering. But right. yeah, I don't think there's anything that I like absolutely can't like. And then, yeah, like I, no, there isn't. I don't think there is. I, I prefer some more than others. And if I've done, like, let's say I've had an orgasm, you know, in the same position four times in a row, 
I'll probably like that. And I wanted it all four times. Like probably like the next time I'll, I'll prefer some other position just for. I you say know. you wanted it. You mean wanted that position or wanted to. Yeah. Not. Like, okay. Like if at any given time you were like, okay, you're going to have an orgasm in this position. I might like say, okay, position B, position B, position B. But like after the third time, I might actually switch to something else because the reason right. there's some sort of recency uh, detriment. Uh, but I don't think I can't think of any any position where I'm just like, yeah, it's just not going to happen. But yeah, some are better than others. Um, cowgirl, it can be a little bit. Uh, yeah, for some reason, it's a, like a little bit harder to get like uh, pressure on the underside of your penis quite as much. And so, yeah, it depends like how wet they are and stuff. But yeah, I mean, it just well, and also like you don't. Yeah, it can just not work. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did you want to say anything else about this VR thing? I think we're done there, right? No, we're done. Okay. All right. So this person says, is it a turnoff if a girl wants you to finish on her face? I'm super into this, but also always worried that the men who I'm interested in will be like, this is disrespectful slash demoralizing to you and either will be grossed out or then think you're just someone who isn't looking for the real thing. Okay. This person's like 20. Like lots of girls who like are in their like early twenties will talk about looking for the real thing. And it What does that it, mean? It's like a distinguisher between a fuck boy and a potential boyfriend or husband. But this is but this is her talking about what the woman wants. Well, she's worried that if she tells a man uh she's that signaling she, that she wants a fuck boy. No, yeah, yeah, she's yeah, she's worried that if she asks the man to come on her face, then he'll he'll think uh, he'll he'll sort her into a different bucket. Yeah, that's totally wrong. But go on, what, read the rest of her. Is that it? That's it. That's it. I don't think okay. that's totally wrong. Like, I think if I were, oh, you don't. I think if I were, you know, like, and uh, let's say I'm like hooking up with someone, and uh, she said, you know, she demanded that I like come on her face. I think I might sort her slightly differently than someone who didn't do that. <laughs> why? Wait, why? Why? What, what, what would change? I don't know. Like, this isn't fair or whatever. And like, look, it's complicated, Mike. Like in some ways that can be kind of intriguing, although I'm not like, she says a number of things here that I think are sort of insightful. Like it is kind of weird. It is a little bit, I do find it a little bit hard to like have maximal non-sexual respect for people who demand that I do like super dominant things to them in sexual situations. And I know those are like two completely different arenas, but it's like a little bit weird when someone's like, yeah, I want you to like, you know, sodomize me and then come on my face. And then, you know, wants you to also have a, you know, sophisticated debate about the situation in Palestine or something like it's, it's a little bit hard to like square those two things for me. Well, isn't that, I mean, I actually remember uh, long ago having a woman get very angry with me about this kind of a conversation because I think I said something like, I mean, it wasn't this particular activity, but it was just like, yeah, like, I mean, it's, there is a, I mean, isn't that the situation men are always in, in the sense that like you, uh, you, like the thing that a man does to a woman could make it difficult for you to like to take them seriously. Right. I mean, like this is something that men have to like reckon with and like find a way to sort of 
compartmentalize that suit, regardless of what you're of exactly what you're doing. And Hold I on. can see a woman saying the same thing to a man. Like it's like, look, the the things yeah. you do sexually like make it hard for me to take you seriously because you like it's kind of embarrassing the things you do, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, but I but mean, no you said it. Like, th- I know. I you're right. Like this is a thing that like all men have to re- to reckon with, and it's not talked about that much. Um, and so, yeah, like her, her question here is not like, I haven't read the comments, but I'm sure all the comments are like, no, like sex and non-sex are totally different things. They have like no relation to each other. Like, okay. Yes. In concept, like that's how you would like things to be. Like most women are quite submissive and in, in the bedroom and, you know, increasingly in the United States of America were, uh, you know, empowering women and those two things seem like a contradiction but yeah they're not and you do have to sort those things into different buckets but it does require some consideration and some effort i think sure i mean from my perspective like this specific ask uh, i would not be repelled by it I, I would, okay, no, sorry. I would be repelled by it, but for a different reason from you. It wouldn't be like something okay. where it's, or, and a different reason. I just disagree with like the, I, I put this in the category of like things where I don't think the woman, although you maybe, maybe it's just me and she doesn't understand how I would react. It's not that I would be like, oh, this is a woman with whom I can be a fuck boy. The thing that would repel me about it is that like, I don't want to interact with somebody who has semen all over their face. And so I'd be like, fuck, now I'm going to have to interact <laughs> with somebody who has semen all over their face when I'm totally unaroused. And so I, I don't love that. Um, You're able to future project that. Oh, definitely. I'd be like, oh, this is going to, this is going to get gross. Okay. Uh, I mean, but, but on the flip side, I think I would generally, so, so then I'd have to ask myself, well, do I think that she wants this every time? And my, I think my guess would be no, no, this is just like, you know, she's amping it up here. And then in that context, I think I would be happy about it because I'd be like, oh, cool. Like this means this is somebody who like amps it up generally. Uh, and so it'd be like, yeah, this is going to be fun in other words. And like, it wouldn't, uh, it would also like matter. It would matter like for this thing about like fuck boy or whatever, it would matter way more like how she behaved not while having sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So there are things she could do and say that would make me think, oh, this person is pretty, uh, like not, not, not very compelling, uh, just generally personality wise, but like this particular thing, like assuming everything else was kind of cool, like this particular thing I think I could do as a positive with the exception, you know, so I might be like, Hey, instead of putting on your face, how about we do this other kinky thing that doesn't involve me having to interact with a face covered in semen after okay. sex. So that, you know, yeah, I mean, huh? Yeah. I mean, a couple of points here. Have you ever seen, there's a porn production company called exploited college girls. Hmm. I, I mean, I, I know, but I, I, I already like it. <laughs> yeah, they, I, I mean, the trope, it's all fake, of course. But uh, yeah, there's like, a, you know, a junior in college and she comes to like someplace and then they talk to her for like 10 or 15 minutes and then right. they have sex with her. And then. Oh, is this, okay, this is not, I didn't know it was called that. I've, I, I know what you're, you're talking. Well, okay, about there's like four companies that have this. There's another one called. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, net video girls that does the same thing with this like sort of rapey guy uh, slowly forcing them. Anyway, um, exploited college girls uh, often has a scene at the end where they're sort of like cleaning up after the sex. So they like take a shower and then they like are still kind of interviewing her and it's just kind of gross, right? Like normally like, yeah, like there's like semen on her dripping out of her and like, you know, her skin is all flush and stuff. And it's just sort of like a weird, 
yeah, it's I don't know who that's compelling to, but um yeah, this notion of of having to deal with a partner who has come on their face after having done that is something that speaks to me yeah, as, I mean, as uncompelling. Like the, yeah, the thing about the thing to understand for a woman, for uh, I guess our female listener, mm-hmm. is uh men do not psychologically want to deal with what happens after they nut. Period. So that means they don't yeah. want to deal with your pregnancy. They don't want to raise the kid, and they don't want to deal with your face covered in semen. Like none of those things. They want they want essentially to nut and then like to go into some sort of dreamless sleep for a period of time and have what what happens after that is sort of complicated. And so yeah, it's like it's true. And like as an adult, you know, who's mature, I know that there's a bunch of things a woman has to do after the guy nuts if the nut gets near or in or on her. Like but we don't want to deal with that like emotionally. Like it's like, oh, that's yeah. Like this is the point is our body is expelling this thing. And that's from our body's perspective, the end of the road. Right. Right. And so, yeah, anything that, so yeah, I agree. I don't under, I know what you're talking about. Those videos where they show the woman in the shower and it's like, what, I mean, I guess while I'm, <laughs> it could be compelling in the sense that it's, it, it is only compelling in the sense that it's like, oh, look what he did to her. Right. But right. but it's but in that's but it's not compelling at all after like if you were masturbating along with the porn and then you finished and then you watched that scene you'd be like oh why did you show me that like the only scene you want to see is oh, like I see this there's like a paradox block. here it's it's only compelling if you have not yet nutted yeah exactly I guess, and so I guess that's true but that being said like maybe they found that people skip ahead to that part because they're like oh I want to see right. her having to, to deal with yeah. yeah more directorial advice here. Um, right. Yeah. The first comment here, I, I, I just looked it. Yeah, of course. It's, I haven't met anyone yet that's not fine with it or thought of me less. I'm like, yeah, that's well, either they're delusional. I, I just don't think that's true. Like, I think. I think it's a little weird. Like, I, I, I'm surprised with the notion that a woman would genuinely ask for that a little bit. Like, I, I would think it would be performative. I think it's a level of submission. Yeah, but even Mike, it's so complicated, right? Because some of this performative stuff can actually make them feel more submissive, which can actually potentially arouse them further. So it can be both, sure. I guess. Yeah, I don't understand the the levels of submissiveness that could happen. That's true. So like they're like, right? So they're not. It's not that they want. It's not that if I said, "Hey, uh, I'm going to put load my semen into a squirt gun," I I suggested this to a woman that I was not attracted to that was attracted to me once long ago. I was coming up with different ways she could ingest my semen. She yeah. found them all uncompelling. She wanted it from the source, uh, and so yeah, I mean that's right. the thing, right? It's it's uh yes, it's yours. putting in a squirt gun. It's, it's that it's yours. Well, she, that she wants. Well, not just that. I was offering my semen. I just didn't want to. <laughs> just not fresh. Want. Right. I didn't want to be with her when I had an orgasm because I didn't, I found that repellent, but I was uh-huh. like, there are other, and, and of course she didn't like that. And it's because she, part of her fantasy is, 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 is to be there when it's happening. And so similarly, like, yeah, they're looking ahead and saying, oh, it'll be so hot to have him do this to me. Sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. We've been recording for an hour. I think that's good. Do you have any, any closing thoughts, Mike? Uh, I don't think so. No. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Yeah, right. So uh, I'll echo that. Thank you for listening to this 44th episode of Your Mileage. Oh, Keith, I don't think you went through like the uh, the the standard podcast uh, intro about rating, liking, oh, okay. Okay, all right. telling I'll a friend that. and so forth. I'll do that now for the 10% of people that make it this far. So uh, 
As a reminder, we pay $15 for feedback that is sent to ymmvpod at gmail.com. We'd also appreciate a rating and or a review on whatever podcasting app you use. Uh, I think that's, yeah, that's, that's the gist of it. That's all for now. And we hope to catch you next time.